Welcome to the Mamahood Podcast. I am Marin here today, joined by Rachel Benson. Say hi to everybody. Hello. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things to do on the podcast that I've talked about is have, I guess what I'd say, seasoned moms. Moms who know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a polite way of saying it. <laughs> People who are more, who know a lot more than me. I, I love learning from moms who know more than me. It's one of the biggest highlights for me. And um, Rachel Benson is also kind of a second mom to me. She's known me since I was 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I'm, her daughter is actually my best friend. So it's really fun that we have that connection. Um, but Rachel is the reason I asked Rachel to come onto the podcast and she so willingly agreed is because she has so much wisdom to give. She is a wife, a mom, a grandma of how many now? Seven. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. I can't believe that. I know. It's so awesome. Um, she's a blogger and an award-winning real estate agent who's obsessed with all things home and family. Um, after coming into marriage with virtually no parenting or homemaking skills, she learned that the secret to success in home and family life starts with managing our thoughts. I could not agree more with that. Yes, absolutely. Um, her blog, mom-mindset.com, is a resource for moms to help them intentionally create the life of their dreams as a wife, mother, and homemaker. So real fast, I'm going to have you tell us about your blog, but okay. I've been getting your emails and I, how do they sign up for the emails? Because they are so great they just so go fantastic. to the website mom dash mindset because you know you can't always get the url you want <laughs> yeah or yeah wouldn't yeah. have a dash in there mom dash mindset.com or email me at rachel um at mom dash mindset.com yeah thank you for saying that yeah i <laughs> will put it all in the show notes so yeah. everyone can click all the links but her emails are just so uplifting she just sends the most uplifting things and she talks about this mindset and managing our thoughts as moms on her blog and it is just so uplifting and coming from someone who's raised six kids and I mean they're almost all out of the house and they're all wonderful people I just feel like your advice is so valuable thank you so much I <laughs> feel like you young moms are I'm so impressed with all of you as I see you raising your families and sometimes I look at you and you're four kids are about as close together as our first four and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just like she's pregnant again <laughs> how is she doing this and then I remember that was me and people must have been looking at yep. me like that and it and I don't know how I made it through besides a lot of prayer and learning to manage my <laughs> mindset and so I'm so glad to talk to you because I know your audience a lot of young moms and yeah Oh, if I had had more of a seasoned mom to talk to, I had my mother-in-law, mm -hmm. but her, mm -hmm. her advice about raising kids, she had nine kids and her advice oh, wow. at baby showers was always this too shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you could ever get out of her. You She's not an advice giver. <laughs> that is great advice. Yeah. Actually, this too shall pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need that today. I needed that, you know, yeah. like when you're in the thick of a really bad tantrum. It's like, yeah. When you're in the thick of things. <laughs> but you know, we should yeah. talk about that because maybe we'll get to this. But one of the things I wanted to say is as a young mom, you can always be thinking like when my baby finally sleeps through the night or this tooth comes in or, or mm -hmm. they're all in mm -hmm. school or whatever, you think there's going to be this moment in time when things will calm down, when you'll get a good night's sleep, when you won't be <laughs> just dog tired every night when you go to sleep and you barely kiss your husband good night. You know? mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and it's not I, like, especially your sleep, it's never going to be the same. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you cannot wait for a time to be happy. That's why I talk about managing your mind. It's all, it, you can do so much. You can feel better today by managing your thoughts, not by waking up first thing in the morning and saying, oh, I'm so tired. I was up three times in the night with the baby, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like acknowledge that, but then you can reframe it and it makes mm -hmm. a huge difference. So sorry, uh, I probably got no, you off track I'm there. No, I'm so glad you said that. That's just like exactly why I love having you here to share your thoughts because that's so true. And I remember once, oh, like a year ago or something, I read something you wrote about how the mom determines the mood in the home and we can choose what energy and and feeling we bring into the, our home and into our day. And that changed my perspective so much because it's just that choice. And I love what you're saying, like choosing to be happy. Now. Yeah. You, you have to choose it. Like it's not, if you wait for the kids for you to be happy, you know, their moods are all over the place mm -hmm. from the toddlers to the teenagers. You know, if you, if you let your moods go up and down with what's going on with them, like you might as well tie your mood to the stock market, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's too unpredictable. It it's a crazy train, you know, and so, and so you, you have the opportunity to, to bring the fun, to bring the joy, to bring the happy to your home. And I'm not discounting. It is hard. Like we just talked about, I had four kids in six and a half years. And then the other two, you know, total 12 and a half years, we had six kids. It's, it's intense when you're mm -hmm. in the thick of things, mm -hmm. but I learned some things along the way and I started to, I always loved mindset things. Like I went and heard Stephen Covey speak when I was maybe 18 years old and I came home and wrote down, he, if people don't know, he's the author of the seven habits of highly effective people. And I wrote down this big poster and I just lived by that thing. And I listened to Tony Robbins, like cassette tapes back in the day and, mm -hmm. and a lot of times they they talk about money and they talk about success in business. So they're mm -hmm. kind of geared towards mm -hmm. that. People don't tell you, like, you can apply this stuff in your mom life, mm -hmm. you know, the, this um, mindset stuff. So anyway, I hope we'll get more into that. But oh, that, I love is, it. that is it. The mom can can take responsibility. I mean that in like a really happy way. You know, right. you can... Yeah you can choose to be happy and not let things get under your skin. Mm -hmm. One of my first mm -hmm. blog posts was, I, I guess posted on your blog and it was, um, the day my kids stopped driving me crazy. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe that's where you read I, that I comment, loved it. that, I loved that it. thing about the mom setting the tone of the home. And I used to have a house full of kids. And when, when I was a super young mom, I would find myself just thinking, so often, I, I swear it was like all day long. Oh my gosh, the kids are driving me crazy. Like mm -hmm. it was my dream come true. I always wanted to be a stay at home mom and have a big family. And I did have a ton of joy. My kids are so much fun. And, and you know, I did love it. But I also was kind of losing my mind a lot of days. And, and one day I was like, wow, that is just like, um, at the time I thought of it as a cassette tape that I just hit rewind. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. it's on repeat, mm -hmm. you know, playing on repeat in my mind. I was like, no wonder they're driving me crazy. I'm just sitting here thinking all day, they're driving me crazy. I need some mm -hmm. me time. I need to get out of here. But, and I would do that sometimes I'd go scrapbooking with my friends or whatever, but it always was back to the same. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. one day I was like, it's that thought the kids are driving me crazy. And so mm -hmm. I started to say to myself, it's just a moment in time, you know, this tantrum, this difficult moment that I'm having. It's just a moment. And mm -hmm. if you, I would even invite your listeners to say to themselves, say it out loud, the kids are driving me crazy, or this is just a moment and feel the different energy mm -hmm. that you instantly can feel with 
just changing that little thought. And oh my gosh, it's kind of like my mother-in-law's, this too shall pass, you know, mm-hmm. just a simple thought. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The scriptures say it through small and simple things, great things are brought to pass and thoughts are the littlest things, but they make a huge difference. I love that so much. I couldn't agree more. I've been really working on thought work this year. That's been a big goal for me, trying to show up authentically and confidently, which is really hard. Uh. Um, And I feel like you're an extremely confident person, but maybe that comes with experience. But (laughs) I've been trying to work on being more confident and being more me and, and even bringing that into my marriage and into motherhood. And, and it is like, a mental workout sometimes. Yeah, that's a good way to put I it. I really feel like I'm. It's an active choice. Like when you're, when you're on a treadmill and you're like, I'm gonna keep going for one more minute. Mm-hmm. It sometimes turns into that. Like I'm just gonna keep being strong and patient and calm and happy for one more minute and then one more minute and then one more minute and eventually it gets easier and easier. It does. But it does feel a little bit like a workout at first. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I never (laughs) thought of that. But yeah, yeah, that is that is awesome. And you will find it gets easier. You just your brain literally gets wired into patterns Mm -hmm. and and we get into patterns of relating with the people in our family. All our kids have their different personalities and we start relating with them like they do you know, X, we react, Y. I don't know if I'm making sense of that equation, but you know, mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like just like flipping a switch sometimes. Like yeah. they do that thing all the time and then it just flips your switch. It but flips, yep. so you've got to interrupt those <laughs> patterns intentionally and it mm-hmm. makes a world of difference. It's amazing what just like a deep breath does too. Yeah. Before responding. Uh-huh. How you can have a million thoughts in one breath yeah you can help you you give yourself (laughs) if you give yourself a minute to just take a minute you don't need to react in the moment if you can just take a minute to respond calmly and because you're gonna react to your kids you know but you get to kind of choose how Mm -hmm. you do it Mm because you have to handle situations so do you want to handle them calmly or do you want to blow them up by being more, you know, more reactive, I guess is yeah, a good way to put it. Exactly. Well, I love all of that. Um, I do think we should talk about our topic. <laughs> Probably we should. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the topic we're going to cover today is simplifying and beautifying our homes. And this year, our word of the year and the theme for the momhood is home, as many of you know by now. Um finding a home in motherhood, but also just that joy that comes from being the center of our homes and finding some purpose and meaning in establishing our homes. And I was talking to Rachel before we recorded earlier today that, you know, not everyone thinks they can be a homemaker, maybe because they're a working mom or they don't consider themselves good at homemaking or because they don't feel like they have the time or the finances but I really disagree. I think anyone can be a homemaker. I think anyone can be good at simplifying or beautifying their home um, because it can look different for each person and learning to do it in your own way and what makes you happiest is going to be different for each person. And, and you are the person who makes your home regardless of how often you're at home or what your style is or what your gifts are. So anyway, that's my little spill. But today we're going to be talking about simplifying and beautifying our homes. And this is for any type of mom. I don't want any moms listening to be like, oh, that's not my strong point and turn this episode off because Rachel has so many good things she's going to offer about um, just how any mom can make this a talent, really. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I Like you said in my bio, I went into marriage with literally no homemaking Mm -hmm. skills. That just Mm -hmm. was 
not something I was taught. I remember going to college and we sort of divided up the jobs in my first apartment. And they're like, Rachel, you mop this Saturday. And I was like, okay, how do you mop? I mean, I didn't know anything. <laughs> you had never and mopped. I had never mopped. <laughs> I had a general idea, like you get the thing wet and, you know, like I knew, <laughs> I just honestly didn't know how to do it or do it well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I, but I, what I did have was like, almost a stupid level of optimism. Like I've always been super cheerful and willing to learn. And so I just, mm-hmm. I just would get stacks of books from the library and I was always trying to learn skills, but, and I did, I learned a lot of skills, everything from, you know, cleaning and organizing. I literally read books on cleaning and organizing and decorating and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And, and I, you know, I made a lot of progress over the years, but <laughs> I think the one piece that was missing that we're going to kind of talk about was like, there's a skill set and then there's a mindset. And so I could never kind of keep it up. And now I, looking back, realize that maybe I kind of always thought of myself as one of those, those messy and disorganized people, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. so the image that I had of myself, it's like, I I don't know anything about homemaking. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm lost with all this. I can never get on top of it. Those kind of thoughts were Mm -hmm. running through my head. So if I could have combined those two, and that's why I'm excited to talk to younger moms, you know, if I could have started to change my um, image of myself, it would have made a world of difference. I love that. I love it. Um, Which is why any mom should listen to this <laughs> yes I hope they will keep listening there's hope they will I just I'm always sometimes that mom that's like oh I'm not good at that and I'm gonna feel more guilt about it you know if I listen to this right now but I that's the thing is that you can't you don't have to feel guilt about this topic oh my goodness it's, no yeah. we are not here to make anyone feel guilty this is to yeah. make it so fun like your home is your little corner of the world it's such a dream come true yeah and even if it's not a beautiful home it's a tiny apartment or whatever it's still your little your little place in the world mm-hmm. and so it can be a hobby and it can be a source of joy to create that space mm-hmm. that kind of that haven for your kids and create the feeling and the culture in your home I think there's just so much fun in that yeah I think so too no one feel guilt you can take tiny little steps but we'll get more into that yeah so why why did I guess you kind of already explained why this topic was resonating with you but like this word simplify why why you I know you have reasons why that word is important to you and and why you use that word simplify in order to describe this this process of you know yeah creating your home (laughs) I am so particular about my word choices because Mm -hmm. your your thoughts are made up of sentences which are made up of words Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there's a big there's so much chatter on you know online and uh, about decluttering and minimalism and the word decluttering just does not sit right with me it sounds that's what sounds like a project and Mm -hmm. an overwhelming Mm -hmm. um undertaking you know and so I just I've heard the word simplifying used a few times and that one just I love that word because when I think about simplifying and just clearing out things that we don't use and love that sounds like more of a joyful thing to me and just and I've just found that as I can eliminate so there's so much that I've been able to eliminate from our home over time. And I, and again, I am no minimalist. I am not frugal. I have, it's none of those things mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I maybe I shouldn't say that so loudly, but I really <laughs> am not. And that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just talking about I found that, um, you know, clearing off the kitchen counter makes it so much faster and easier to just hit the ground running when it's time to make dinner, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I, I for years could not conquer the kitchen counter pile but we (laughs) I mean literally 30 years and we just remodeled our kitchen and I was like I am vanquishing that pile and it has never come back since we got our new kitchen yeah and you know that was like a huge accomplishment Mm -hmm. but um but yeah it's just so I I feel more peace in the space now that that one last thing that was always bothering me is gone yeah (laughs) so and there's less in the cupboard you know when we had to empty the cupboards out just put less back in. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that's why I like the word simplifying. I just encourage moms to do that. It just sounds like a ongoing process as you realize we don't need this. We're not using this. I don't love this. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you can let it go. And I feel like it applies even more. The word simplify applies beyond even just the items that we have in our home. Mm -hmm. I think for sure it does, but it also can just apply to like, you've been saying our mindset of like Mm -hmm. just more simply thinking and living and more simple about what we need and what we what we want and and I think when we simplify our thoughts and our needs then it becomes easier to to simplify the stuff around us absolutely yeah it's um it, it takes so much mental energy to take care of a family and raise a family like it took all my energy and my mm-hmm. mental focus so mm-hmm. if you can um, simplify your surroundings, simplify your thoughts. Like you said, it, it can just really decrease your mental load and decrease the stress that you feel every day. Yeah. I love that. And I do love what you said about how it's better than decluttering, because I think that no, no mom wants to feel like she's a cluttered person. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's one of those little mindset shifts that you can just no, it's not a problem. Nothing here is a problem, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I choose to simplify so that I can, you know, have more space on my kitchen counter or, uh, you know, just less inventory to, I mean, everything you own, it's like you have a relationship with it. You have to wash it. You have to dry it. You have to store it. You have to, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever else you do with things, you know, mm-hmm. and um, you have to put it away when the kids drag it out you know and so and so if you can just get down to less of it it will it will just make life easier and so again I'd say make it fun don't make it a yeah big decluttering project (laughs) yeah yeah well that resonates with you I guess go for it yeah (laughs) well and I I think a big decluttering project is I think all of us would love to hypothetically take that on but oftentimes when I'm like, okay, I'm going to declutter my whole house on Saturday, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. We just don't have time. Like I do one cupboard and then there's a baby crying and then I do another portion of that same cupboard and a kid needs some food or something and it just right. doesn't happen. And so I like what you're saying. Like you mentioned your pile on mm-hmm. your kitchen counter. There are just these little spaces. I can think of several in my head right now that just bother me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I think about them, I'm like, that space bothers me. And I think even just jumping in and fixing one of those spaces mm-hmm. could clear a lot for a mom feeling more peaceful in her home. <laughs> Absolutely. And those things can just kind of nag at you when you lay down at night. I don't I don't know why. My brain just kind of goes crazy at night sometimes. And 
I'll wake up at 4 a.m. and I'll be like, I have not dusted the fireplace mantle in ages. And it just becomes like this big important thing, you know. I cannot yeah. control my mind as well in the middle of the night. And and it's just silly, you know. Yeah. And we don't and now I've learned I've even learned mindset tricks for sleep. I will say to myself, I'll take care of that tomorrow when I'm well rested, you know, and just go back to sleep. You are a go getter. Yeah. Four AM I'm not worried about my dusty mantle. I, well, I'm not either, but my mind just is so ridiculous sometimes. Times, you know, the stuff it yeah. comes up with. It is so funny, those things. I think the same thing. Random things pop into my head. And I'm like, I wonder if that random thing is okay outside. Like, <laughs> yeah. we need to fix that that gutter or whatever. So yeah. it's just funny. So I've been in your home. And, and you know, your home always feels so tidy and so beautiful. Um, and I think for a lot of moms, I always try and remind them, like, there's a time and a season, right? It's it's mm-hmm. easier when all oh, yeah. of your kids are out of the house. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think a lot of us who are listening tend to feel over overwhelmed, like we could never figure out how to have a home that feels the way we want it to feel right now. And because it's so time consuming with our kids. and mm-hmm. um, But I know that we can, and mm-hmm. I know we can get there. So I know you have some advice for this, and I... I, I would just love to hear what is your advice for these young moms to get started with simplifying and kind of just, you know, getting their home to fill the way they want it to fill yeah. in that way. Um, yeah, I used to, as a young mom, I used to go into other people's homes, like my sister-in-law that lived down the street. She, um, it, she was so good at keeping her house and I could wander in there at nine o'clock because our kids always played together 9 a.m and it was already clean I was like I was always picking her brains like <laughs> what do you do and part of it I I now realize was just she expected like she was she was raised that way you know mm-hmm. my mother-in-law is very very tidy and um but she also was very good at keeping things simple you know not a lot of extra stuff anywhere and um And, but also this is one of those mindset things. It's just so, so tricky how this happens. Like experts say that we have as many as 60,000 thoughts a day and something like 95% of them are repetitive and 80% of them are negative, something like that. And, and so even just that little thought that you won't even notice, it's Mm -hmm. like a well-worn path through your mind. I'm so overwhelmed. I'll never get all the laundry done oh my goodness, that it never ends. I go from breakfast to lunch to dinner and, you know, I barely have time to go to the bathroom. And those kind of thoughts are just just playing on repeat. And um, and so we want to ca- kind of catch them and mm-hmm. redirect them. And mm-hmm. no, it's okay. I'm on top of this. You know, one of mine, this is kind of unrelated, but it's just one of mine that I've held for years and I only recently started paying attention to was, oh my goodness, do I have to make dinner again? Like who knew that was going to be the hardest part of adulting is coming up with what to make for dinner every night. I've never been good at planning menus. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I try so hard. I've had menu (laughs) services. Finally, I was like, okay, this is my new mantra. I can always make something good. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. And because you know what? I always have the ingredients for waffles. So I can always (laughs) make something good. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. So I mean, waffles are like my go-to if I can't think of anything that everyone thinks I'm super mom yep. and make homemade waffles. So anyway, oh, so I, there's a lot yeah. of thoughts that we have <laughs> about our house and our stuff and the environment. And so start there. But then we have some some tips. Um, one thing is you really can't clean or organize clutter. And that's probably the only time I'll use this 
this word, but really anything extra in your in your environment, you will just keep moving it from place to place. If you really don't need it, you really don't love it, you know, um, not that we can have everything we love. I would love to have a wardrobe full of clothes, but I, <laughs> they all spark joy. If your readers have read yeah. um, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. I did like, read that. Only keep your clothes if they spark joy. I can't get there with my clothes. I would have to have unlimited time and money to shop and, mm-hmm. and you know, love every aspect of my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I settle for... I like them. You Sometimes know? things are just comfortable, you yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so not every do. item in your in your environment is going to spark joy or whatever. That's a pretty lofty goal. But yeah. if there's things you just don't need, like I'll find sometimes I even buy something new at the store and the bag just kind of sits there and I move it around. I'm like, yeah. I must not need this. Mm-hmm. They all end up in my closet. Uh-huh. When we buy new things and I don't know where to put it yet, it's in my closet. Like right now my closet has several shopping bags that I'm just like yeah I'm gonna pull that stuff out and put it where it needs to go Uh and I'm like well I bought it and it's been like a week and I haven't used it so why did I buy it yeah then you can get into an endless cycle of buying and returning that's my issue um well that brings me to another um rule that you can have for yourself um so this is kind of like the skill set part the mindset and this is the skill set my role is it has to have a place and fit in my space like I don't like to see things out mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. all um so like I have I have a ridiculous collection of Barbies from raising three girls <laughs> I a, love it's Barbies it's an epic collection I know I, awesome. I just gave away a couple yeah. things the other day because they, they drive my <laughs> husband nuts he's like why do we need all this stuff and I'm like I don't know it fills a hole in my soul well I but, need to bring Emmy over because yes. she got her first Barbie for oh, Christmas yeah? <laughs> from her uncle Zach gave uh-huh. her Barbie and now she it's like her favorite toy like oh, she awesome. brings it everywhere and I'm like oh I didn't know we were into Barbies now. <laughs> we need, I guess we need to go play with some Barbies. Well, I'm glad you so. let her enjoy it because Jamie, your bestie, she only lets the girls play with Barbies at my house. And they 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 banished all the Barbies. But I think, I don't know, I couldn't, when my girls were young, I could not resist a freshly packaged Barbie. And so we still have, They're we so have fun. like President yeah. Barbie, Dr. Barbie, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> we have all the different mm-hmm. careers. Anyway. But they all fit in one spot in the downstairs closet. And that's why I had to give away one of the items because it, it did not <laughs> it didn't fit, fit in the closet. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so it's really not a problem. Like we have the space and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it sparks joy for me still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, well, that's um, awesome. I love yeah, it. I don't play with them. But I, I was always <laughs> about just putting the clothes on them. Yeah. My girls, you know, they'd be like, play with Barbies with me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get them all dressed. <laughs> See, <laughs> Emmy, Emmy's all about taking their clothes off. <laughs> Yeah. She has all the princesses, and every day all of their dresses are off. And I'm like, why? I know why. <laughs> why is this that happening? is the problem with the dolls in general. Like they're laying around the house naked all the time. <laughs> Don't you want them to wear their pretty dresses? I'm so confused. I have all these cute, like handmade Barbie clothes I got off Etsy, and yeah, same thing. Just still, the Barbies lay around naked. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So. I like to put, you know, it has to fit in the space. If it doesn't fit in my space, something's got to go. Like I moved my, I have an instant pot and I was like, I don't need this up in my kitchen every day. I know when I'm going to do an instant pot recipe. So it went mm-hmm. in the storage room and, oh, you know, yeah. that freed up space so I could put 
I can't remember. Oh, like my skillet in there because I use my skillet every day. So just simple things like that. Like if it's laying around out of place, maybe then something else you need to make space for it. And and that will just clear off counters and, you know, other spaces. Um, And then let's see. Did you want to say anything else about that? I, I just totally agree. I'm kind of the same way. And it's a little, it's like a necessary evil to have stuff out when you have little kids like Mm -hmm. I'm glancing around my kitchen and I'm like okay like I have water bottles out all the time Uh and it doesn't spark joy for me to see Uh those out but they're there and I need them all the time yeah so I think what you're saying is wise though to make the space for the things that you actually need and that that you actually use a Mm -hmm. lot yeah and to make that accessible for you as a young mom and then find 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 places for other things to go. Um, and I like what you're saying about if there's not room for it, don't buy it. When we bought this house, um, we, um, we, in our, we have a big storage room downstairs and there's several bins that are full of decor, Uh like frames and quotes and like pillows and I don't even know what else candles all this stuff that we've just through the years our style has changed or I've been given gifts or whatever yeah and have all these bins full of decor and when we moved into this house I was like we are not just putting everything up like we're gonna be very thoughtful about what we put up and I know we're gonna talk about beautifying later but since then it's like when I'm at Target and I see something super cute yeah. that's decor or something, it's like I don't have a spot for it. And that I have to stand great. there and I have to think about like where would this go and I don't actually have a spot for it, so I'm not going to buy it. And and that has been really freeing Yeah. to just to not buy things that I don't have room for. Yeah. And um, it's been and, – and we do have a lot of room in this house, but if it's going to end up in my – storage room I don't want it I don't want to just bring it home to just end it up up in my storage room exactly if it doesn't if if I can't I've gotten to the point now or if I if I see that cute thing and I want to bring it home I have to know like right away in my Mm -hmm. mind I have to see the perfect spot for it or Mm -hmm. else don't bring it home. I know. <laughs> or if I do, yeah. I, if I, sometimes I, I love to buy like the little fake plants and TJ yeah. Maxx and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they're so cute. Oh, TJ Maxx is you best know, and they're simple. Plants. <laughs> yeah. And, but I brought home two the other night when I went shopping and because they were really cute. And I was like, oh, this could be cute in my office. But I got it home. It wasn't cute. Right back in the bag going back to <laughs> TJ Maxx. I always have a TJ Maxx return bag going. <laughs> yeah. But so it, it, well, it feels so much better to be intentional. Like I need a yellow throw pillow and mm-hmm. then get on Target and look for the thing instead yeah. of just grabbing it, you know, when mm-hmm. you see it there. and Pre-decide what it is you want uh-huh. then get it versus just letting the store tell you what you're gonna get right yeah Yeah, and those impulse driven decisions I don't know about you but when I'm in Target I can't think straight oh my gosh I can't either things everything looks adorable (laughs) especially when they threw in the magnolia line oh my word I know I want everything (laughs) (laughs) I just don't have a home for it yeah yeah um but that um that does um bring up another point um I love the idea of clearing out 
the things that you're really not using or loving, especially when it comes to our closets. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Why do we hold on to clothes that are just punishing us? Like, remember when you fit in these cute jeans for like 10 minutes, you know, and, um, (laughs) and our bodies change so many times as moms, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we have the most unrealistic standard. I know for me, it's always like, I'm going to fit in my wedding dress. And (laughs) I don't know, like that is a forgotten dream. I gained and lost 50, 60 pounds every time I had a baby, you know, (laughs) maybe didn't lose it all. And now I'm in premenopause and whoa, new, new situation, you know, anyway. Hormones are mean to us. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And it, and, but we need to be kind to ourselves Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, your body weight and composition is going to go up and down all through, all through, um, the childbearing years and really all through your life. You might go through a big fitness phase at one point and have some (laughs) awesome clothes that you bought then. And then, you know, things change and Mm -hmm. you can't bring that same intensity. Anyway, we have a lot of things in our closet that are like almost okay, you know, and, but if there's things that I just keep passing by every time, like if there's, you know, I have five white sweaters and if this one is freshly out of the wash, if the one I always reach for, and then there's like three that I kind of like brush aside, like I have just learned to just let it go. And then that makes space for what I really do want to find. Like I even, I had these pajamas I just loved because they were so soft. I had like three pairs in the same color. Mm -hmm. So it looked like Mm -hmm. I was wearing the same pajamas every (laughs) night. I was not, but I just got to a point where I was like, I cannot wear these one more day. I had been looking for new pajamas, but honestly, my drawers were already kind of crammed with what I had. We don't have a lot of dresser or closet space. Mm -hmm. And so finally, I was just like, I'm throwing these away. I don't know. I'll wear my sweats or something to bed. And I threw them away. And then within a week, I finally found something. It's like things don't want to come into your life until they know there's space for them. I don't Oh, I love that. I kind of I think it's true, though. It's so interesting how the right things come and go. And it maybe I always feel silly talking about things, but things can bring joy Uh or bring negative energy to you. And it is just so interesting how sometimes I'll just be like on the search for the perfect couch, like finding our perfect sofa. It took me forever to just find the one that I wanted to have forever and ever. And really, I had to get rid of my other sofas that I just didn't like. And Uh I had to get rid of some other furniture. And I had to really clear out what I was... We actually did a whole summer where we didn't have any of our belongings. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was impressed. We That was huge for us. We put... We got rid of everything. And then we just put, like, our most important belongings in storage. We stayed in Airbnb for the summer because we were actually going to be moving out of state. But then pandemic happened yeah um and I'm glad we don't live in California now but um but doing that getting rid of everything I was like oh here's what I like here's the style I like and it almost felt like everything kind of flowed to me naturally after I just like cleared out the clutter that I felt like I had to hold on to Mm -hmm. and I had this excuse to like get rid of it but I'm like we should all just do that for ourselves and just give us that excuse to get rid of Mm -hmm. stuff if we if we aren't loving what's there it's, uh, I, I really just wish moms had that permission to just like get rid of it. Yeah. Sell it. Free. It's so easy nowadays to sell stuff Yeah. or to, to give it away. Our sponsor clutter be gone comes and picks stuff up. Like it's just, you don't have to hold on to stuff. Oh, are you going to tell us about your sponsor? <laughs> 
I, but I have a I have a thought about that I love from going back to um, the life-changing magic of tidying up mm-hmm. and that is such a good book I mean she'll make you mm-hmm. want to get rid of everything you've ever owned but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean she like takes everything out of her purse at night and thanks her purse for its service she's you know you're saying <laughs> things yeah they're things but there is yeah. an energy that mm-hmm. comes from our things but one of the things that really resonated with me from that book was the idea that if you were a game, you'd want to be played. If you were a book, you'd want to be read. You know, if you were an item of clothing, you wouldn't want to be passed by every time. (laughs) And um, so that really gave me a little mindset shift that helped me get rid of things more. Just like, I'm not using it. I'm going to bless someone else with it. Like someone will Mm -hmm. read this book or maybe it will get recycled into another book. You Mm -hmm. know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes I put things in the recycling. I'm like, go become a new book. You know, <laughs> like your time is that. over. And it's it's a time good for you feeling. to be reincarnated. Yeah. Something else. <laughs> and sometimes I, I've held on to like games that we had so much fun with. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think I'm kind of holding on to the memory. And yeah. I, I still have the memory. I don't need the totally. box that's falling apart. And mm-hmm. we get, we threw away our old Candyland game and bought a new one because we like playing well, I thought I liked playing that with the grandkids and then I did it and I'm like, yeah. why did I buy this again? I, I don't want to ever play this game again. It's so long. <laughs> it We've, is. That's my kid's favorite game. And then so. they're so sad when they have to go back. They get sad. <laughs> we made the mistake of buying shoots and ladders for Christmas Oh, I this hate year. that game. <laughs> and I was like, they'll love this. They love slides. It's easy. They like counting. But every time they hit a slide, it's like a tantrum. So I'm like, we can't, yeah. we are not playing this game. I got rid of that like and this. sorry for that very reason. I hate it when you're like, sorry. Yeah. There are new board games, people. Oh, we need to get so the good funny. new ones. Oh, it's so I haven't been There able are to a like, lot of really fun new ones that I we have I haven't been able to. to let go of like our retro Wii either. Because I oh, think about, but then yeah. I tried to play it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> no one's going to play it with me. I just, I need to let it go. Does anyone else? there need a we who can have a drawing or something <laughs> that's fun you guys had a we oh it was so fun <laughs> we used to have so much fun with it so um anyway the last like tip i would give on this is just start small and go for some easy wins like clean out a small drawer um or um <clears throat> just donate five items of clothing that you know you won't you won't miss mm-hmm. um even just the smallest bag going to DI is so much simpler than a big, well, I say DI, but people Mm -hmm. have Goodwill or whatever thrift store. Mm -hmm. Um, Little things just add up over time. And another thing I do kind of along those lines is I will just ask myself before I leave a room or whatever, is there one more thing I can do in here? Mm -hmm. I will say, you know, if I'm leaving, like today I was about to leave and there were all these crumbs on the kitchen floor. And first thought was, I'll get it when I get back. And I was like, you know what, I can take 30 seconds and not come home to crumbs on the kitchen mm-hmm. floor, you know, and it and makes a difference when so you walk back you in that. a room. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what even, you know, when you get back from that errand, if that, if you'll have the time and things like that just kind of, they kind of bother me, you know, mm-hmm. having, having those crumbs. But also it makes me happy when I'm like, I took a little bit of time to put my toothpaste away and, mm-hmm. and you know, that led to putting the curling iron away and, yeah. you know, once I'll, you get going, yeah, 
Yeah. One of my biggest pieces of advice for this is to set a five minute timer Mm -hmm. and just tell yourself you have to clean for the five minutes because once you get going for five minutes, you'll just finish it. You really will. It's just that motivation to start going. So especially when I come into my kitchen after dinner, because like we do dinner and then we do bed and scriptures and everything. And then I come back and tackle the kitchen. And every time I come back in, I'm like, oh my goodness <laughs> I do not want to do this right now the dishes and the wiping and the sweeping and everything but I'll just set a five minute timer and once I'm going yeah I don't know you just kind of it's like working out like right. once you get going it kind yeah. of feels good to be doing it and uh-huh. then I just finish the job so yeah. that's one of my little tips <laughs> that is a super good tip do you guys ever do five minute cleanups with your kids oh all the time that's we do a 10 minute cleanup thing. of our playroom because I found that it's really impossible to keep our playroom perfectly clean every day of the week and have like I feel like I'm kind of making my kids miserable if every day their room and playroom have to be perfectly perfectly clean Uh so what I've done is that I have all of the tools in place for them to clean their playroom Mm -hmm. and there's a spot for every single toy and I turn on a 10 minute timer and I say clean up as much as you can for 10 minutes and honestly most of the time they get it all done and sometimes Uh there's a few toys out and it's like okay you did what you could and we always tidy up their rooms before bed but they only have books and stuffed animals in Uh their rooms so that's usually easy but just that simple thing with the kids too is like it goes it goes a long way to just take 10 minutes before bed yeah absolutely and and if you make it fun with some fun music mm-hmm. and make it an encouraging thing mm-hmm. and not like they're in trouble, I'm sure that's what you do. But um, but yeah, sometimes when we had so many kids, it was like if five minutes for everybody saves me a half an hour. And right. so I'd just be like, guys, can we just do this five minutes? Mm-hmm. I really need some help. And and man, we would kick it into gear. And sometimes it's like, then we'll have ice cream or whatever. Oh, and, I love that. And so, so everyone so, divides for five minutes and just yeah, I love we that. Just, you know, you do that room, you do this room and, and it's just a huge help. And yeah, one person working alone takes so long and we all Mm -hmm. live here, you know, Mm -hmm. we all, um, contribute to (laughs) the laundry and the dishes. Mm -hmm. And when my kids were younger, we were really good about job charts and stuff, but as they got older and they were so busy, you know, I, the job charts went out the window, but, um, <laughs> and systems and things. And it's pretty much me and my husband do everything and it's fun. And a lot can be done yeah. in five or 10 minutes. It really can. It really makes a yeah. difference. Especially so. when you just buckle down and do it. I think we get so distracted by things all the time. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just like, I just have to do this. And thank goodness for modern technology sometimes, because throwing in like a a good podcast or an audiobook is mm-hmm. is huge for me for mm-hmm. buckling down for 10 minutes yeah. and getting a room clean. Yeah, then it becomes like me time. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's so funny because like my husband, one night it had been like a week of him working really late hours all week and it was the end of the week and he's like, I feel like you need some time to yourself because I'd been doing bedtime by myself and I was like, I would actually love to just put in my AirPods and listen to my audiobook and deep clean our house. And he's uh-huh. like, that's what you want to do <laughs> with your free like, time. Yeah, actually uninterrupted. That would feel really good. Uninterrupted. Yeah. Yes. That's what I want to do. He's like, okay. <laughs> it yeah. felt really good. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I love it. And it can turn into a super positive thing when you can, yeah, combine it with some music you love or, <laughs> or, uh, um, 
yeah, or a podcast or audiobook. And with everything we're talking about, I can feel the moms out there like starting to stress. Like, I can't just give away all these nice things that I've spent all this money on. And, and, you know, we, this is where we get into the mindset part. Like, um, we can have so many, we have so many hangups about our stuff. Like it, it gets a little bit funny sometimes, you know, but, and I understand like money is tight for a lot of people and you don't feel like you can just, you know, let all these things go and then get nice new things. That's not really what I'm saying. Um, I am just saying like, I, I don't know, there, there could be some points that we could share about like how to get in a good mindset to if you really want to start simplifying your home. Um, so the first thing I would say is just give yourself grace. Like yeah. do not make this something to beat yourself up and feel guilty about like the state of things right now. If you have a lot to deal with, um, you, you know, everyone has good reasons for buying the things that they buy and keeping the things they keep. And, and for the state of things, you know, when you are caring for little kids, that is your first priority. And, um, even, even older kids take a ton of time and energy and, yeah. and, and there's a lot of stuff that comes from having little kids Yeah, absolutely. and, and it, that's okay. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard for me to be like, well, right now I just have a baby swing in my living room. That's yeah. just like how it is. Or I just have my linen closet has diapers and wipes and that's how it is. Like, that's just the, that's where we're at. Oh, you know, that's the phase that, that we're at. That means you have a baby okay. and that's the best thing in the world. I think we, we already kind of talked about the clothes. I've heard that we wear as little as 20% of our clothes. I suppose that depends on how many you have. But, I would agree with that. Um, but me. I have definitely <laughs> had times when I went to like a, a class, at, you know, education week at BYU or something, and they said, give away half your stuff. You will not miss it. And I've done it. And it's true. Except every once in a while, sometimes I give it to my sister-in-law and then she's worried. I'm like, that's kind of cute. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> wait, fine. wait, maybe I She's want so that good guy. about wearing my hand-me-downs though that yeah. I, you know, it's awesome. It makes me happy yeah. that, it, you know, we were just talking about you to bless someone else with what you're not using and it's great. That exact same thing happened with me and Jamie. She took some of <laughs> my funny. dresses and then I saw her wearing one of them and I was like, well, that was a really cute dress. I hope you're enjoying that. She's like, you want it back? And I was like, no, it's fine. (laughs) That's so funny. In addition to thinking like if I were a game, I'd want to be played and those kind of things, it helps me to think of it as an act of kindness to give things away. Um, Those household items, I just gave away, we went through our storage room and I had really nice home decor from my daughter's room, the previous, you know, iteration of that when she was younger. And I was Mm -hmm. like, someone is going to be so happy to find this amidst all the junk that's in the thrift store. I mean, because let's face it, you have to dig for treasure when you go there. And and I just, I love to think of that thrift store shopper that, you know, that's their, that's where they need to be shopping. And people, thrifting is a hobby now, even for people that are well off. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I love to Mm -hmm. think they're going to find this and be super happy. Um, and you can sell things for sure. Like you mentioned, it's so easy to sell things on Facebook marketplace. I just did it on the way over here, Mm -hmm. drop something Mm -hmm. off to someone and, but whatever you do, just make it easy on yourself. So it gets done. Cause like nothing's worse than I'm going to sell this pile and give away this pile. And then you make more piles than you, (laughs) you know, than you got rid of. And set rules. Like I, I've sold so much stuff through the years as we've simplified. And I used to like revolve my schedule around like selling stuff if Uh I needed to sell it. And I was like, this is really stressful. Mm -hmm. And so I've just even been more picky. Like you have to pay me through Venmo and you can pick it up on this day. And Uh if not, 
I'll find yeah. someone else. Like sometimes you just have to set boundaries for like mm-hmm. what's going to make it easy for you. Yeah, you know? that's a good tip. You absolutely do. Like don't make this process any any harder than it is. So that's why I give away some stuff that I know like I could sell that, but I just I'm I'm <laughs> I do sales for a living in real estate, but as far as like selling little household items, yeah, I don't get around to it. Um, yeah. it's and tough. <laughs> another um just sort of rule you can keep in mind is you do not have to keep anything. Like it doesn't matter who gave it to you, how much it costs. Um, again, I know that's going to hang some people up because that like legit, you don't want to just be wasting money, but, but it's your home and Mm -hmm. it needs to work for you. And you know, you need to be working to get it to a state that you love and that you have peace there. And so, uh, you don't need to explain to anyone why you got rid of great grandma's keepsakes or whatever. <laughs> like if they're attached to it, they can have it, you right, know? And, yeah. and, um, and if you have more than you can manage, that takes some of the joy out of life and adds stress in. So my, we joke that my daughter, Ellie, as you know, she's very tidy. Mm-hmm. So I say that her rule is when in doubt, throw it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I have the same rule. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. You have to be careful when she's around. But, yeah. um, but you know, if you can, if that's you, just go for it. But um, if that's not you and you're kind of hesitating on some things, like you can put them like out, kind of out of sight, out of mind. And if you go looking for them, great. You know, in a certain period of time, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. put a date on the box or something. And mm-hmm. and if you look for it, great. If you don't, you know, if it's toys and the kids don't miss them, then, you know, just let them go. I know yeah. you have a lot of thoughts about toys and what's good to keep and stuff. Maybe, you know, people might want to hear what you do Yeah, about that. you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm like, I'm a lot like Ellie with that. Um, and Dallin and a lot of people in my family make fun of me for getting rid of valuables uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Getting rid of things that people otherwise wouldn't get rid of. And Dallin's always like worried that I'm going to throw stuff away or whatever. And we were talking about how, you know, sometimes we have to choose um, priorities. And so with everything, like I was saying, I'm very simple with with everything else. I throw things out like crazy. I like to have a very tidy living room and bedroom and kitchen and everything. Yeah. But like, and there are people who who will think we have too many toys. But for me, toys that my kids actually love and play with are, uh-huh. are of value mm-hmm. because they're doing that and they're not using screens or uh-huh. or sitting around being bored or, you know, coloring Fighting with each other. <laughs> yeah. And, and so having valuable toys that my mm-hmm. kids actually love and can play with is actually of value to me. So, so there are just areas of my life where I'm more simple and areas of my life where I'm less minimal, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, we don't have like excessive toys I think though at in terms of like minimalism we have Mm -hmm. more toys than what a minimalist you know the trendy thing on Instagram right now is to have like 10 toys that are all wooden for your kids and that sounds boring yeah (laughs) that's not us we have toys that our kids love and that they Mm -hmm. play with and they can play in their playroom for hours and hours with all of their toys and we have like I said a spot for each toy so when they're done they know where it lives but we have a lot of toys and for me that's a value right now because Uh I need time I need time to care for my baby I need that time and so having my kids be entertained and playing is of value to me Mm -hmm. so I think it's okay to pick things that 
you know, are more of value at different phases of life to mm-hmm. be more minimal with. Yeah. Well, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I feel like minimalism can become its own kind of obsession that you're stressing out that now I have too much stuff. And I just think there's a really nice balance somewhere between minimalism and hoarding. Like there's a whole spectrum yes, yeah. and, and finding what feels good to you. I have a new neighbor and she's so lovely and she loves her things. She has so many beautiful things from travel, from great grandma. And, but she truly enjoys them. Like she, she has an entire storage room dedicated to Christmas because she decorates <laughs> five rooms and it makes her so happy. I, I that would that. that would be way too much for me. I can do one room in Christmas and I that's it. Mm-hmm, you know, I just mm-hmm. not because of the well, uh, actually because of my rule, like it has to fit in my space and I don't have a ton of storage space. Yeah, I do not have a room that I could dedicate to Christmas <laughs> items. Decoration. Um, yeah, she was so excited to show me that when she moved that into the adorable. house and. Um, <laughs> And I was like, wow, I show a lot of homes I have never seen an entire storage room dedicated to Christmas. That is um, awesome. But anyway, but it makes her happy, you know, yeah. and her house is not cluttery at all. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, and so there, there's a spectrum and, and doing what works for you and makes you happy. And I don't think all toys need to be wooden. I have super noisy, <laughs> yes. like things where you press buttons and they make noise about, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the babies love them. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and I'm so glad I have kept some of those things from my, my children's childhoods because you'll be surprised what won't be around when you're, mm-hmm. when you have your own grandkids coming to the house. And, and also I wouldn't want to make a big investment now because, you know, my yeah. kids are, my grandkids are only there every so often. Mm-hmm. And, um, some live down the street so they're they're more often Mm -hmm. and it makes me so happy to have a little playroom of things that their parents played with you know Mm -hmm. especially the girls I have a lot more girl toys than I do with what your kids played yeah it's so sweet yeah and then I can give them an old teddy bear that was mom's or whatever and and you know just give it away as they whatever they gravitate Mm -hmm. to they can have you know Mm -hmm. and I have the books that we read to their parents and stuff like that and that is a different different kind of thing and not what we're talking about here like yes. absolutely toys for your kids are a priority and finding space like for those a whole episode about toys yeah <laughs> so. yeah 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 well i i love what we've said so far on simplifying is there anything else you would want to want to throw in under that word um just uh we're gonna get into beautifying but i guess i just want to say Um, as you go from maybe clearing out things that you don't use and love that aren't serving you, maybe they did serve you in some phase of life and, and now they don't, um, it's so nice to be able to put your energy, not just into your family, but also into creating a space for your family that you absolutely love. And that feels like home and, and feels like I, I keep coming back to this, but just cause I know it was my dream come true. I know it was yours. I mean, I've mm-hmm. known you since you were so young and I just knew you just wanted to be the little mama that you are. And that, <laughs> that was a lot of our dream, you know, mm-hmm. as, as, um, as we were younger and, and so this is it, like you're living your dream. And so yeah. to be able to shift your mental energy into creating home intentionally, instead of sort of just dealing with what's accumulated is it's a great um it just it will just bring you so much happiness and joy as you get to start in that creating process and and that beautifying process so we can talk you know we can switch over to talking about 
beautifying yeah. now. Well, I love what you said there. And I think beautify is a beautiful word to describe creating home for our families. But, you know, it's just funny how we are as humans. Mm-hmm. I, I think God probably looks at us and just laughs sometimes <laughs> at how ungrateful we are sometimes for the things that we have that we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my big, big goals with the mamahood is to help moms love being a mom. Mm-hmm. Like I said, feel at home being a mom uh-huh. and feel, feel that joy in this role of motherhood that mm-hmm. we have. Um, it's really popular right now to rag on motherhood. It's oh, super popular so to, to say that it's not enough or that mm-hmm. it's tedious or that it's exhausting. And it is mm-hmm. sometimes tedious and sometimes exhausting. And sometimes we wish we could pursue other things, but I just, I wish we could all remember that little girl that was playing house and setting mm-hmm. up a Barbie house or setting up a dollhouse and and drawing in our journals what we wanted our family to be like. Uh-huh. And just remember what you just said. Like, we're living it right now. Mm-hmm. And we can find a lot of happiness in even these tedious things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you're playing house for real. You're doing it <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. And um, make it fun. Make it, make it what you want it to be, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, along with what you're saying, I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of emphasis. I hear people saying I'm broken. I'm a hot mess, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And that, that goes back to mindset again. Is that how you really want to think of yourself Mm -hmm. and your life? Even if, even if things are a little bit chaotic, like I wouldn't, I don't like to start from my brokenness. I, and I prefer to think of like, creating my life instead exactly. of trying to fix myself or something there's just again a different a different energy there so it's that mental workout like we talked mm-hmm. about before like instead of thinking like I'm just a hot mess I'm just barely surviving right now like actually see yourself in a really good way mm-hmm. and actually tell yourself like yeah I I'm doing a good job you might and, have to like yeah. really work at that too because <laughs> yeah. those negative thoughts seem to come easier. I don't know why. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm a pretty positive person, but the negative thoughts just come up and they mm-hmm. just, I don't know, we can overlook a lot of little joys along the way because mm-hmm. the negative can be so overwhelming. And I know like something you said is it can feel pointless or vain to have nice things when our kids are little or try to clean up the house. And people say that's like, shoveling snow while it's there's what's that saying having cleaning the house when children are growing is like shoveling snow when it's still (laughs) snowing yeah but still because I want to live in a clean house I don't care what the kids want Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. I want to have that um that peace of mind that comes and I want to have a beautiful space and yeah they're gonna break things sometimes and I'm not gonna you know I don't put a big investment in nice expensive things that you're going to freak if your kids ruin mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can have a beautiful home from things from target thanks to joanna yeah. Gaines, we can have yes. ten dollar <laughs> items that thank are... you joanna Gaines. yes <laughs> she's, she's the best yeah, no I, I i i love what you're saying and i think like you were saying find those little moments of beauty along the way um I have always been someone who didn't love cooking or mm-hmm. baking or things like that. I found a lot joy, more joy in other aspects uh-huh. of motherhood. Yeah. And recently I was like, you know what? 
this is a part of being a homemaker and a wife and a mom and something that I have to do a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. And I started to actually, I was like, I'm going to make this like a skill. Like how when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to learn how to sing or I'm going to learn to play the violin. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm going to learn to do this and actually enjoy doing it. And mm-hmm. it's been really, really fun to like learn to make bread and be mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is a really beautiful process. Uh-huh. And I actually really enjoy doing this for my family uh-huh. or um, make making muffins or whatever, whatever the thing is that my kids want me to make for them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, things that used to be kind of like, okay, I'll whip that together real fast. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, well, this is, this is a skill. This is a beautiful skill. Mm-hmm. This is something that women have been doing for a really long time. And I can find a lot of beauty and joy in doing this. Yeah. And, and you're you, like the yeah. best mom ever when that oh. loaf of bread comes out of the <laughs> yeah. oven and it smells delicious. Yep. Everyone's oh, like, yeah. wow, mom. There's nothing like everyone gathering around to share a loaf of bread. And mm-hmm. that's the thing about motherhood is that that is different than anything else mm-hmm. is that it's a job that comes with really rewarding moments Mm -hmm. and so sometimes we just have to get through these what people think are tedious but but doing those things actually creates our children's childhood Mm -hmm. and so there's so much beauty in those things that we do there are and and I always told myself every job's tedious and hard and Mm -hmm. I heard a guy once say you know I had this job that was like I was a river raft guide. It was like the most exciting job in the world. He goes, but after a while, every job is just a job. Like it doesn't like you could be imagining that you could have some great career and you'd be so fulfilled. And every job has its good points yeah. and bad points. And if yeah. you're, you know, if your full time job is motherhood, if you're, you know, part time or work at home mom or, you know, any of those different titles, um, you every job has its high points and low points and good Mm -hmm. and bad, you know, Mm -hmm. moments and days. And so I I just think it helps to realize that, like, I wouldn't be happier doing something else. You know, again, I bring the happy. Just as many happy moments and sad moments. Mm -hmm. You'd have to do just as much mindset work. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. You'd be conflicted because you're leaving the home Mm -hmm. or something like that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we get ourselves so hung up about things. Well, let's jump into some of these, these points that we have about beautifying. Um, I really want to hit on them because I think they're super great. Yeah. Before we end. Absolutely. (laughs) So one of the things you can start working on is just to have one unifying color throughout your home. Mine is blue. Blue is in every room of my house in some shade. Like it's all kind Mm -hmm. of ties into navy um and navy is really actually a neutral you can put it with so many other colors i see it so often in model homes they they use navy and then they'll put it with green or pink or white or gray or yellow or anyway i'm not i'm not plugging navy i'm just saying that (laughs) happens to be my favorite color and it works well Mm -hmm. as a unifying color in my home and Mm -hmm. i know you have your like color scheme white (laughs) yeah oh white is amazing yeah yeah, yeah. I everything my base is white. Um, it's funny because actually your daughter and son-in-law stayed with us the other day, and um, Brennan was like, uh, "Your colors are white and wood. Uh-huh. Like those are that's what you see in your house, like white and wood." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, that's true." And it's I did do that intentionally, but it's it's because that's what makes me happy uh-huh. when I'm at the store and when I'm look at my Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is a really great way to see what makes you happy, Absolutely. what you pin. Yeah. And you scroll and you kind of just look at the colors. It's like, that's what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. White, bright, um, really clean, mm-hmm. 
kind of feel or like a natural would kind of feel like that's what makes me happy and navy makes you happy Mm -hmm. and i think moms need to give themselves permission to just like actually pick something that makes them feel really happy Mm -hmm. this is your workspace like exactly dallin gets things for his office Mm -hmm. to make it feel happy for him when he's there he Uh gets posters and pictures and things and we should do that too we should make our workspace something that brings us joy absolutely and so i don't want to start any fights between husbands and wives but i do use that (laughs) argument sometimes like i'm here all day i am a work at home mom but i now i am but you know and for 25 years i was a stay-at-home mom and and uh, i don't think my husband ever thinks about getting things for his office i'll get him a new family picture every so often (laughs) but i'll be like i'm the one that's here like let me decide let me spend this money or whatever and and depending on what your budget is and what your you know you and your husband's personalities are but that's how i look at it it is Mm -hmm. my it is my environment and and husbands like it too when the home (laughs) is is you know pulled together so um anyway Yeah. yeah having that at least one cohesive color i'm a big fan of all your walls being the same color too i I, people have mixed opinions and I love like an accent wall and a really striking color or something like that. But I see so many homes when I'm showing homes and mm-hmm. it can be kind of jarring on the eyes to go from, you know, this room's purple and this room's green. I let my kids paint their rooms, their own colors when they were young. <laughs> you had a bright so green glad. room yeah. in your house. <laughs> One of my sons chose fluorescent green. It was horrible. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> um, and I see it in pictures now and it's like, how did I ever allow that? But, and you know, your kids' rooms are a different story and it's yeah. fine if it mm-hmm. makes them, if it really makes them happy, but I much prefer one color of walls and then, um, and then accessorize with bedding, pillows, curtains, artwork, things like that Yeah, to bring in color. I agree. 100%. Yeah. So, um, and then this is kind of along the lines of color too. solid classic colors for big expensive items like couches, chairs, bedding. You said you use all your bedding and towels. You do all white. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that makes so much sense because you're like, I can bleach it. Yeah. I can... Yeah. And that it that I guess would fall under the simplifying category yeah. too. Uh-huh. Um, but that's just something I chose to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. When I buy towels, they're pure white. I don't buy cream towels uh-huh. or like you know, and I still get nice, really soft towels, Mm -hmm. but they're pure white. When I buy sheets and pillowcases, pure white. And, and that just makes my life more simple. My, my baby who has lots of, you know, poop and will throw up or whatever, Mm -hmm. all white sheets in crib. And my boys have white sheets too, because I can just throw it all in and bleach it and everything stays crisp and white and for me that brings me joy even my pillows are my like couch pillows are white I can bleach them Uh so and um I have pops of color in my home but having like a basis for even like linens like that Mm -hmm. I feel like can make your home feel more cohesive for me it feels really cozy and clean Mm -hmm. and it simplifies my laundry duties yeah that's that's so smart I never thought of that I like looking in my in my drawers of clothes and I've started getting rid of things that aren't in like again I it goes back to like my navies and things like that a lot of my things are 
blue and colors that coordinate. I don't actually wear blue shirts because they don't go with, I always wear jeans, so I don't wear blue shirts, but I don't know. Like, I don't like looking at my drawer full of exercise clothes and seeing some random color in there. I'm Uh like, I really don't like, and, (laughs) and having like one red shirt and then I have to do a load of reds for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, forget the red shirt, you know? So that's a really good tip. I never thought of that, that that is a great tip for simplifying and white looks so beautiful. When I show homes and there's a lot of white, it really it's really beautiful and black is really trendy now too. And it's, that can be super cool too. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is your color and white and black together. Of course, and is super popular. And you can popular. do this on a budget. You threw that out there and I want to throw this out there too. Like a friend asked me today, like, where do you buy all your stuff? Like you can get pieces that are actually really inexpensive, but look really nice mm-hmm. from Ikea. Yeah, I was going to say, hello, TJ Maxx. Yeah, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Ikea, Target, Walmart. Like, they really are upping their game. And you can get these, like, classic white or wood or navy mm-hmm. pieces that you can use for years. Mm-hmm. These frames are Ikea. And, like, and and when you put that all together and you make a cohesive feeling all together, everything feels really nice together. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, go out to RC Willie and buy like a set of something you know are they one of your sponsors (laughs) no (laughs) okay good (laughs) now they're never going to be (laughs) they probably will never sponsor me I think I've yeah anyway (laughs) yeah I've yeah you do not have to spend a lot of money but if you were going to spend a lot of money if I was going back to early life the three things I think I would spend the most money on are my dining room table my um bed in the master bedroom and my couch. I agree. I think those pieces that you use all the time, and I'm not saying you have to keep them forever because your style will change, your family will grow, like the table and stuff, but having a nice kitchen table to sit down to, mm-hmm. uh, nice quality and everything. So we had some pretty junky ones over the years, and I know mm-hmm. some newlyweds have like a card table, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. that is a worthwhile investment to save up for. Yeah. But all I those agree. other things that are almost like disposable, mm-hmm. like don't sink or a get lot of worn money out really them. fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a couch you'll keep forever. And mm-hmm. we splurged on getting a really nice mattress when mm-hmm. we got our new bed this time. And I'm so glad. It makes such a difference to know that, like, I don't know, just that piece of furniture that we're going to use a lot. Mm-hmm. I, we took the time to make sure that we don't have to get a new one anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if your mattress is getting worn out, Costco has like $150 mattress toppers and that can make your oh, mattress feel new again. Those are nice. Tip. And they're like cooling really and good stuff. Tip. Yeah, we thought we got a good bed last time we got one, but how do you know? You like you go in the showroom and you lay down and you're like, this feels great because I'm a mom and laying down feels great always. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> so we brought one home and we haven't been very happy with it, but and we got the Costco topper and that's been nice that is a really good tip we're off track again but (laughs) the other thing I would just say is allow yourself some little luxuries like new bath towels are not expensive I don't why do we let those things until they smell like the instant you get them out of the washer and have holes (laughs) in them and just the raggedy and it's Mm -hmm. kind of one of those things that kind of brings you down without you they're so cheap they're like ten dollars I know and (laughs) bath mats same thing and shower curtains that liner I put inside there gets so grungy and I'm like why do I do this to myself I can just (laughs) pop it off and you know put up a new one but you know, things that are under like $25. And even if money's really tight, you can ask for a new set of towels for your birthday or something. And, 
and little candles and that will make your house smell good when I'm mm -hmm. getting ready to help someone list their house I just tell them it needs to look good smell good and feel good and mm -hmm. there's that whole package of things that just I mean you can take any kind of house that I'm selling and when people walk in there and it and it looks good smells good and feels good because it's cleared out it's simplified they have some nice scent going in there and mm -hmm. there's just a feeling of simplicity it, it just works like buyers absolutely love that anyway that's a, that's a tip I for mean, you if you're selling yeah scents are a whole thing mm -hmm. I think that we don't put enough stock into scents and I I have a very large candle collection uh -huh. I my my husband makes fun of me but I love candles TJ Maxx is where I love to buy candles. Uh -huh. you actually. have to tell us some of your favorite scents because I'm always standing in line like I don't know <laughs> Um, yeah, the scent I have burning right now is one I burn all the time, except at Christmas, but I, I just love candles and, mm -hmm. um, I used to just, for whatever reason, I had this weird thing in my head where I was like, I will light candles when someone's coming over mm -hmm. because then my house will smell, smell nice. But then I was, one day I was like, why? Uh -huh. I like it when my house smells nice like a candle I enjoy it uh -huh. it's nice for me exactly. so I just started like making it kind of a ritual for myself to light a candle early in the morning when I get up to do my scriptures and everything and it feels so nice and mm -hmm. homey to just bring like a nice scent into my home and a lot of moms use like oil diffusers or mm -hmm. or pura or plugins or whatever but whatever can help your home feel joyful for you and for me scent has a lot to do with that yeah absolutely yeah. and and again it's it's a little luxury like yeah. just find even at um bath and body works i think the candles the three wick candles yes. that last forever go on sale for like 10 15 bucks they do they do and if you get on the email list you'll get an email and they'll tell you when they're ten dollars you <laughs> exactly. go on and buy five of them that's what i do <laughs> we sound like we're advertising these things but speaking of bath and body works i love their hand soaps it's like a little aromatherapy every time you wash your hands and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i swear they last forever those little those foaming ones. hand soaps yep. yeah and even the little kids you know they they get so satisfied because they get their squirt and they get a whole handful of bubbles so yes. it's great because when i had the regular soap they would keep squirting mm -hmm. it no waste all of it so um yeah so and sh and like shampoos that smell good and and body wash and things like that are just little things but it'll make your whole bathroom smell good and again uh we're not plugging tj maxx but they have <laughs> i they would have... love to tj maxx if yes. you're interested <laughs> yes me as well if you'd like to sponsor my blog but they have um i don't know where they get all the like brand name shampoos and stuff i suppose yeah. their clothes out mm -hmm. so they've changed the packaging mm -hmm. or something and you can buy those nice salon shampoos for yeah. i don't know 10 15 dollars a bottle and they last me literally forever one of these mm -hmm. times i'm gonna put a date on it and prove <laughs> that it lasted like it lasts. a year i don't yeah. wash my hair every day i know some people do but um, i was gonna say though like these little luxuries um oftentimes we think like we have to like save up for a long time and then go and buy like a bunch of this stuff on our birthday or mm -hmm. something but like every time you go to the store throwing in like a five ten dollar little thing that makes you happy for mm -hmm. your home one new dish towel for three dollars <laughs> or a new rubber spatula for heaven's sakes why yeah. have i been using like the same two since uh -huh. i got married mm -hmm. it's two dollars yeah. you know like throwing in those little things per grocery trip you mm -hmm. can get those little things for yourself over time mm -hmm. and or like TJ Maxx you go there and you they have 
I love their hand soap section. Mm-hmm. They have oh, so I've many that there. beautiful hand soaps that come in really pretty containers. And that brings me joy to have. Mm-hmm. And it's like three bucks again. Mm-hmm. So these little things that can just like add a little bit of joy to your home are can be added really simply and really cheaply and easily. And Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you might think, oh, you know, fresh flowers, that's such an extravagance. But flowers mm-hmm. are like the best thing to yes. have on your kitchen table. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get like $6 bouquets of, I love Gerbera daisies. So I'll get those and put them yeah. in a fun vase at Smith's. Uh, uh, and they last a week until I go shopping again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go shopping like every day, but you yeah. know, like the big shopping. <laughs> I'm trying to get better about that. But they will last a week and they just bring me joy. You know, mm-hmm. I when we were first married, I told my husband, never buy me flowers. Like, I never want you to spend the money on that. <laughs> and to this day, I honestly don't want him to buy me flowers because I want to pick the flowers that I want. <laughs> um, so he so doesn't funny. need to worry about it. But buying it for you, one of these days mm-hmm. I'm going to have a blog post about how you should do everything for yourself. Like, <laughs> in yeah. the sense that, like when you're happy everyone will be happy and you don't Mm -hmm. know like you can do something nice for someone else you don't know if they'll be happy but you know what makes you happy and so exactly and I think it's really important to just have those little moments throughout the day when you wash your hands and it smells good and you look at the flowers and they don't demand anything of you except maybe some new (laughs) some new water or something you know yeah Uh, and and it's just such a good feeling as you walk around your home and you see matching dish towels that aren't mm-hmm. the, when we got married, a bunch of people gave us <laughs> mushroom dish towels. I'm like, why do we think oh. we need, we had mushrooms. They <laughs> the were mushrooms. trendy back then. Yes. Actually, <laughs> I think they funny. were out of date even then. But <laughs> anyway, we got a That's bunch so of those, funny. but I don't know. Why do we think we need to keep those things forever? Again, it's Target, so Target needs to sponsor this episode. That's they all I'm do. saying. But I mean, their dish towels are so cute and, and so Yes. Easy to just throw and in. I your like cart. mine to match. And of course, I have navy ones. So yeah. Matching navy ones. And yep. they're darling. <laughs> they make me happy when I dry my hands on them. They have like these really mm-hmm. nubby ones. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so let's see. Last tip I would give I have this little rule um, when I'm considering a purchase. I say to myself, if it's for my home or my wardrobe, I say to myself, if it's not a clear yes, it's a no. And this is because my kids will tell you. They say I have a returning addiction. I think I have like a little issue with shopping. (laughs) I won't call it an addiction because that's a strong word. And I told you how I feel about words. But um, but I had to find a uh, like a boundary. I can't think of a better word. Mm -hmm. But so now if I'm like, maybe uh, I don't know, I don't quite like the fit of this or the colors, not really me or um, Anyway, you know, it doesn't quite flatter um, anything like that. Or like we talked about earlier, I don't know exactly where that thing's going in my house. If it's not a clear yes, it's a no. So um, that that helps me a lot. And you can always go back and get something if you're like, oh, maybe that was a yes, Mm -hmm. you know, but Mm -hmm. just to make quick decisions, that's a, that's a good rule. Um, I love that rule. Yeah. So I could mean, I'm sure we could go on all night, but we won't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love this. I could go on forever and ever and ever, but I think what moms should really come away with, with this section is that, um, it's okay to want to beautify your home Mm -hmm. and your home doesn't have to be like, I mean, um, this is a whole nother topic, but you Uh know, (laughs) raising little kids 
with Instagram is a whole different world mm-hmm. than I know what it was like raising kids without Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we see what influencers' homes look like and we are like, that's what I have to aim for and that's what I have to do. Um, but you don't have to do that. You just genuinely pick what's going to make you happy and then create it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your like we said, your workspace and you get to create however you want it to feel, however you want it to smell, however you want it to look. And I think there's so much power that comes with that and it can feel very empowering and exciting mm-hmm. each day. Yeah, it's a, it can just uh, it can just make your dreams come true. And, and, you know, if you can't afford anything else, you can put on beautiful music in your home. Anyone can do that mm-hmm. for sure. And that will, that will lift your spirits. Anything that lifts your spirits and makes you happy and creates a positive energy in your home, like do it, go for it. And if you are going to be on Instagram and you know, who isn't, um, make sure like use those influencers on their homes for inspiration. Like if it's depressing you and, and making you feel discouraged, then probably unfollow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be that way. You can be like, that's so inspiring. Like Joanna Gaines is my ultimate role model. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> she has a cooking show. She has a real estate business. You know what they do with their mm-hmm. fixer upper, all that. She, I've been to Waco. I've seen the Magnolia store, the cupcake shop, the mm-hmm. restaurant that they have an Airbnb. They have an event space. Like I'm like, if she can do that, I'm sure her assistants have assistants, but it gives me (laughs) something to like aim for. I'm like, wow, I could probably do a little bit more, you know, like now I'm a mom of a big family and I'm a real estate agent and I'm a mom blogger and, you know, and, and I'm like, I could do more, you know, maybe I can, instead of looking at those influencers and letting it, uh, bring you down and feel less than like use it as as fuel like positive fuel i'm sure they have their their hang-ups and things too that they're not mm-hmm. showing you and and but those are their strengths that they're mm-hmm. showing you and you have yours too yeah and build 100%. upon them mm-hmm. and with every everything that someone else is choosing or is able to do there's maybe something you're able to do that they can't have to either mm-hmm. and so that's a really good thing to keep in mind yeah and everyone's at a different age and stage of life and has different energies and different priorities. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, but my bottom line thing, I, I can imagine I would have played games with my head to be a young mom in yeah. Facebook days and Instagram days. But yeah. now I can look at those things and just be like, oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. We have a neighbor <laughs> that has a huge Instagram following and she does crazy like DIY stuff and amazing, you know, videos to go along with it. I'm like, wow, you go girl. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. And you just, you just same thing, just like the simplify, you choose what lives in your home. You choose what lives in your phone. You don't, you don't just let things. That was a good little, like that was quotable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I have to say that to myself all the time. I choose what I consume on my phone. It's it takes no, it costs nothing to unfollow mm-hmm. and um, to consume the things that only bring me joy, complete joy and no, none of those bad feelings. So mm-hmm. never well, feel bad about I that. I have one more thing on that. <laughs> After you spend some time consuming, if you are consuming, you know, my neighbor's DIY videos or whatever, go out and create something. Nothing feels better than creating something yeah. yourself. Yeah. So that's a good use of of whatever you just consumed is like Mm -hmm. putting it into practice. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. Do you have anything else you want to add to the beautify? Um, no, I think I think on. our audience has fallen asleep now. <laughs> <laughs> well, sleep deprived. <laughs> I would just love to, like I said at the very start of this, you you are past this young little kid phase, and I feel like um, you have so much perspective. And so, if you could offer any advice, just final advice for these young moms, what would you offer? I think there's a few things I would say, but. I really want them to know that so many of our problems and hangups are created in our head and they're also solved in our head. Mm -hmm. Like we, uh, we can just get so hung up with worry and stress and we can, I think I touched on this at the beginning, but we can be like, Oh, that blessed day when they all go to school and I'll have (laughs) hours to myself every day. Well, guess what? then one gets sick and I you know at one point I had kids in four different schools and there was I don't think I ever went to this day I don't know if I've ever gone a day with like all my children gone to school and stay there (laughs) and no one comes home sick or whatever like you can't you can't wait it's you know your life is happening now and and bring the fun you know be that change you want to see in the world be that change you want to see in your home and um and know that you really can create um the home of your dreams and and have fun like have a sense of humor my husband and i sometimes when we'd call our kids to dinner and they wouldn't listen and no one would come we'd be like forget you guys we're breaking out the candles and having a romantic (laughs) dinner for two you know and we just laugh and have fun you know Mm -hmm. it's just it's so much better with the kids if you can um not get not get so stressed out when mom's stressed out everybody's stressed out and I, I know that's easier said than done but just look at your little your little nagging thoughts if you're thinking the kids are driving me crazy or I'm so disorganized or whatever just 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 stop just start recognizing what you're saying to yourself because your the mental game is what you know makes or breaks us as moms mm-hmm. those thoughts are like I said small and simple things they'll really like put the wind in your cells or like blow you clear off course. And so, uh, you know, don't underestimate the power of, um, of the thoughts that you're thinking. So, well, well, I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I, I needed that. I'm so grateful for your wisdom. You always inspire me. And I think these moms are going to be incredibly inspired by everything you shared. Just everything could be written into a book. You should write a book. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> happening someday. Is it? Oh, good. <laughs> That's my, you know, my someday <laughs> thing. I heard someone say that if you write like 1,500 words a week, like in a blog or whatever, at the end of a year, you do have like a decent sized book. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's a good thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, it's about yes. where I'm at, 1,500 <laughs> words a week. So. That's amazing, amazing. Well, speaking of that, um, tell tell our listeners exactly where they can go to find you. Yeah, so right now, really, my heart for this kind of stuff is um, just at mom-mindset.com. You can email me at rachel at mommindset.com mom-mindset. Um, you know, there will be an Instagram page someday, Instagram account. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> Instagram, yeah. Facebook, all the yeah. things, but it, you know, I have new respect for mom blogs. There is a lot that goes <laughs> on behind the scenes. Uh, learning the tech was like 
huge. And I couldn't have done that without my daughter, Ellie. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a whiz at stuff like that. But um, anyway, so that's where I'm just writing every week. It might seem like a really a random assortment of topics because one time I'll talk about marriage, one time I'll talk about money mindset. So it might seem random, but there will always, I think there will always be something that will help moms out there and little actionable takeaways. Yeah. Well, I really want to encourage everyone to go and find your blog, mom-mindset.com. Subscribe to your emails because there is so much wisdom, just like everything that's been flowing out of your mouth. Oh, and um, yours. It and just yours. continues to flow So out of, out of this. So I'm going to put all of this in our show notes so that if you're listening, you can just scroll down and tap on the website link and go check it out. Um, we'll also post about it on our Instagram account when this episode airs. And I will um, share to, I mean, it's just like your personal account, but uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so I love yeah. your community. Like I get on the <laughs> Facebook page sometimes. I see all these moms asking questions and helping each other. And it's just... It's just a beautiful thing. It is a big, big community of moms. And we we feel very lucky to have so many amazing young moms. And we're all in this together. And, mm-hmm. you know, moms in all phases, we're all moms. We all just need each other and the mm-hmm. wisdom that we all have to offer each other. So I'm really glad that you joined us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a thrill to see you as a mom and see you grown up and having your podcast. It's so cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Marin.